Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. Joe Pag Show coming your way. We've got an update on that North Carolina store. A little bit of an update. Just a little more information. We'll have that for you coming up. We also um, are going to get into electric vehicles. And the fact that we're all told, go get an EV. Carrie, go get an EV. I know. Everybody should, right? If you're Mayor Pete from South Bend, a horrible, horrible mayor of South Bend, Indiana, you get rewarded um, by becoming the transportation secretary who knows, knows nothing about transportation. And, um, and he's saying, go get an electric vehicle. It's good that we're feeling pain at the pump. He said that this is in context because that pain will bring more access to people to electric vehicles. I don't, I don't even know what that means, to be honest. But we're going to talk about electric vehicles. Are they really going to do the job? Maybe. Who knows? Carrie, we should go out tomorrow and go look at them. Mm, no, I'm going to pass. Really? Really, gas yes, guzzler? Really. You Electro- electrophobe. no space to talk when it comes to this. <laughs> You're an electrophobe. Electrophobe? That's pretty funny. Oh, Come on, no. it's pretty good. No, You're afraid no. of the electric. So no. we've got that for you uh, and a lot more going on as well. It's the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you along for the ride on a... Friday. Ah, freedom. Uh huh. Say what? Bring it down. Take it up a notch. Best carry Lockheed chocolate voice. Get it done. Polo making it happen. Sam in the house. So uh, the story out of North Carolina, the small town in North Carolina decided that all the police officers uh, were quitting. The police chief quit, and then the police officers, too. Um, uh, somebody sent me a story on, on Twitter, and um, it turns out there were four police officers in the, in the department. So the police chief is gone. The four police officers are gone. I don't know what the city's going to do, but um, the city manager either has to wisen up and implore them to come back and sit down and have a conversation, or you have to go out and try to hire more police officers. Now, here's the question, and I don't want any calls on this, but but I'll, I'll ask you, Carrie. Mm-hmm. If you're a police officer or if you live in that municipality and you see that the entire police department quit, would you ever want to be a police officer there? No, I would not. I wouldn't. Mm-mm. I would not. But A, looks like you don't support the people that left. B, you're not solving any problems that they perceived were happening um, and you're not going to be treated any better. 
And how safe do you feel as a citizen of Kinley, North Carolina, when there's no police department? Uh, Not safe at all. Who are you going to call if somebody's trying to break into your house? I think if somebody tries to break into your house, you just jump in the car, uh, hopefully your EV, and Mm. drive over to the city manager's house. Oh, okay. She'll take care of it. Hi, I'm here. (laughs) Okay. Hi, it's us. What's for dinner? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a very good point. What do you do? Um, uh, the people are going to have to defend themselves. That's the first thing. The second thing, hopefully more stories like this happening will cause people to stop the attacks on police. It wasn't that long ago that people really did appreciate the police. The left has done such a good job. The media, big tech, big sports, big Hollywood, big everybody. They've done such a good job in vilifying the police that it actually worked. And all that vilification wasn't really about making neighborhoods safer or having social justice. It wasn't really about equality and sentencing. It wasn't about prison reform. This was only about a few people buying million-dollar mansions. That's all this was. All this crap has been about a few, like four or five people who founded and are the baby daddy of or the security of or the, the girlfriend or the wife of the founders of Black Lives Matter who now have three different mansions in three different places worth about $20 million combined. That's all it was about. This was about living their best life. Didn't matter who died in the meantime. None of that mattered. What mattered was that. So now you've got a small town that says, screw that. We're not going to deal with it anymore. You don't respect us. You don't have our backs. We're not going to put ourselves, our lives in the line every day if this is how you're going to treat us. Again, no calls in that. We did that last hour. Just wanted to update it with the fact there were four police officers there and the police chief stepped down as well. Uh, We've got to get into this electric vehicle story, though, because a couple of things have happened in recent, I'd say, weeks or maybe months. One... John Kerry told those who were laid off from the Keystone XL pipeline to go make solar panels because electric is where it's at. You can't, you can't do uh, the pipeline. It'd be horrible. So that's how disconnected they are there. Then he flies around in his private jet. Then you had Pete Buttigieg saying that people need to go and buy EVs. If they, they can't afford the two to $3,000 more a year in gasoline, they need to get an electric vehicle, which, of course, costs forty or $50,000 and if you buy that car, if you've got good enough credit, and credit's rough right now as it is, um, for $50,000, you're looking at what? six, dollars $700 a month for the car. six, dollars $700, let's say it's 600 a month. Times 12 is $7,200 more a year, whereas you were paying two or 3000 more a year for the gas because of the price increases. How does that financially make any sense? Of course, it doesn't. And then recently, he said something about the pain is fine. The pain can be tolerated. Uh, it'll drive more people to uh, electric vehicles, as he was probably driven there in an SUV. And then Joe Biden shows up, got COVID and everything, says he's got cancer from oil on the frost on the windshield because of Delaware or something, and he drove up in a big, fat, honking, heavy SUV as well, which I'm not against. I've got big, fat, honking SUVs, but continuing to complain about them while you're still using them, complaining about private jets while you're still using them, complaining about gasoline while you're still using it is just a bit hypocritical. So in a perfect world, oh, also in Lansing, Michigan, you had the mayor, the city manager, some GM employee or somebody showing off their electric vehicle, and a reporter was enterprising enough to say, well, how do you, how do you charge it? Well, with the electric. Well, where do you get the electric? From, well, from the building, from the city of Lansing. Oh, where does Lansing get it? Oh, I don't know. I think it's coal or natural gas. And then somebody else asked the actual GM guy or the actual uh, somebody who worked for the city, um, what, what sort of energy 
is used to generate the electricity to this building. The guy said, I think it's 95% coal. So they're using coal to energize the building to put electricity in the car because you're somehow saving the usage of fossil fuels. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's a big lie is what it is. But if the car, what did I say the other day, Carrie? If the car can go five, 600 miles, I'll listen to you. Uh-huh. You got one charge, well, you go five, 600 miles, I'm listening to you. So fill me in. Uh, from the Independent Journal Review, leftists want to repeal all kinds of legal concepts, the Electoral College, the nine-justice U.S. Supreme Court, even the dusty old Constitution itself. But they cannot repeal the laws of physics, which is why the brave new world of electric vehicles that we're told will solve, solve all of our energy problems is having a hard time fulfilling what has been promised. An EV may have its place, as Car and Driver noted in a review of the electric 2022 Mazda MX-30. And that MX-30, Mazda says, is designed for a daily commute of about 30 miles in terrain without grades or inclines and with opportunities for charging at each end of the journey. That's practical, but take the MX-30 to the hills or for a lengthy drive and you'll find it slow. And despite an EPA range estimate of 100 miles between charges, it only went 70 miles in a car and driver 75 mile per hour road test. So if you want to take your Mazda EV, whose starting price is about $33,500 for a quick trip down the interstate, you better plan your trip carefully because the laws of physics stretch further than the car will go. Range seems to be the major direct problem with EVs. The left says will protect both the planet and our pocketbooks. Uh, the distance between charges is the most important metric in judging EVs, car and driver said, but the laws of physics keep interfering. A 2022 Rivian R1T has an EPA distance rating of 314 miles, but a car and driver test resulted in only 220 miles. Worse, put a three-ton trailer behind the nearly $80,000 product of a California startup, and one couple found a 2,700-mile Detroit to Los Angeles trip required the R1T to stop every 100 miles for a charge. And on YouTube, Fastlane Truck showed how an electric Ford F-150 pickup made it only 85 miles towing a three-ton trailer. Buy <laughs> <sighs> an EV. You imagine driving 2,700 miles and having to stop 27 times? No. <laughs> Come on, man. That sounds Come horrible. on, dude. Horrible. And this idiot keeps saying, get an EV. I don't, I don't understand. I'm confused by it because all you have to do is go test drive one of these suckers. You, you're pulling a trailer and you're getting, I mean, some of them are getting 70 miles. Yes. Got to recharge. Yes. 100 miles to recharge. 85 miles to recharge. Well, are they on crack? I, I need a drug test. I'm going to need everybody in the administration to get a drug test. And it bothers me that these car companies are all like, getting in line. And, oh, I made another electric car. Look at this electric vehicle. They just aren't giving you the distance you need. They aren't, they, aren't, they aren't able to do what the internal combustion engine can do yet. Maybe eventually it will. And unless you're creating the electricity from electricity, which you're not, you're creating the electricity from fossil fuels. And there's nothing wrong with natural gas. There's nothing wrong with petroleum products. There's nothing wrong with clean coal. Nothing wrong with those things. We keep on acting like there's somehow an issue. They're not. Yet they keep on telling us to get a freaking electric vehicle. What did you save seventy or eighty eighty thousand dollars to buy one of these? Uh, well, one was close to thirty five thousand. The other one they talked about was, um, I just had it. It was some. It was close to seventy or eighty thousand. It was seventy or eighty. Yeah, something yeah, like that. I just can't find it. 
And and again, even at $35,000, that, that's a big note. You're talking about hundreds and hundreds of extra dollars every month. And what are we well, doing? You're going to go 85 miles? I mean, people can't afford $5 a gallon gas. How are they going to afford at the low end a $35,000 EV? They can't. It's a great. It's a, it's a journalistic question. It's a perfect question. They can't. Because again, we calculated it a couple of weeks ago with the price coming down a little bit. It's between two and three thousand dollars more a year mm-hmm. to um, to put gas in the car. They want you to pay three or four hundred dollars more a month for a thirty-five thousand. Maybe it's more like five hundred dollars a month for thirty-five thousand. That's another six grand a year. It's almost three times more than the increase in gas. How do they think that makes sense to a family? I don't get it. Maybe somebody's got an electric vehicle wants to call in and tell me this is all bunk and we should all get EVs. Maybe somebody wants to call in and say thank you. Somebody finally broke it down. Look, th- this isn't going to work. The technology isn't where it needs to be right now. And I wouldn't have such a big problem with it, to be perfectly honest, if they just said the truth. And the truth is, let's do everything, all of the above. Let's go petroleum products fossil fuels, let's go natural gas, liquefied natural gas, let's go with solar panels, and let's go with windmills, let's go with EVs, let's go with internal combustion engine. There's no reason that one has to replace the other. They keep on acting like it has to, though. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. It is the Joe Pag Show for your Friday. Free speech Friday, whatever's on your mind, fair game. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. I did tweet to Elon Musk a moment ago. Go on Twitter and uh, and retweet that tweet. Like that tweet. Let's make the algorithm think that it's an important tweet. Just go to at Joe Talk Show on Twitter, at Joe Talk Show, and push that tweet. I want him to respond. It's very simple. Um, we've got a push now for everybody to go and buy an electric vehicle, which I think is just dumb. Um, so I just, this is what I just posted because of the story Carrie just gave us. Some EVs tested couldn't handle pulling 3000 pounds on a trailer and go for more than 70, 85 or hundred miles before needing a charge. Elon Musk, do you believe like I do that we should do all of the above EVs, gas and diesel powered vehicles? The left says no more fossil fuels. Hopefully he'll answer that. Go and like it, go and comment, go and share it, go and retweet it. All right. We've got to get around the algorithm somehow. Carrie, I posted about the uh, Alana Nash interview last hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three likes, no retweets, no yeah. comments. That's oh, it. That hundred, uh, almost 130,000 followers. Yeah, that's bad. Does that make sense? No, it does not. 
And I, I'm pretty sure that I tweeted to Twitter, you suck, or something like that afterwards. <laughs> um, but it just, you know, it doesn't make any sense. And I know people go, why are you still on there? Why do you give them? Because the news cycle revolves around Twitter. I didn't do it. They did. And that sucks, to be honest with you. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Get an EV. You have to get an EV. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to, um, let me say hi to Ann, who's in Minneapolis. Ann, what's on your mind? Hi. Hey, Joe. First of all, i got to send you a big hug over the airwaves for speaking the truth. Thank you. And secondly, I want to say I've not heard any of the environmentalists address the issue of how are we going to safely and cleanly dispose of these gigantic batteries when the cars wear out. And if we're going to be getting all of our energy from wind and solar, why do they never address the issue of how these wind turbines, which also wear out and will have to be disposed of, are killing millions of our songbirds and thousands of our raptors, our eagles and our falcons, which if you killed one of them, you would get a $5,000 federal fine and maybe some prison time. And then the other thing I heard on one of the talk shows, and it might have been yours, about how they tested electric vehicles for police cars, and they found when they had to accelerate rapidly, like up to 80 miles an hour, that within five minutes the battery went down. Just well, couldn't even drive. That could be a problem. So it wasn't like my show. I address all of these issues. You know, I, I hear you, and I think environmentalists should do that. I think the Elon Musk should address that. Um, I would like to know. And, and he, see, here's the weird balance. Carrie, this is the weird balance for me. Mm-hmm. I like Elon Musk. He says he's more of a right guy now. The Democrat Party kicked him out, blah, blah. Musk is, without a doubt, benefiting from this fight by the left to get us out of internal combustion engine vehicles. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's kind of quiet about it. I've gone at him a couple of times about, I'll bring my Corvette up to up to Austin. Let's see how fast your cars are. Let's go. Just, <laughs> I think it'd be a great video. That? Yeah. Sure. It would be a great video, to be honest. Um, or, or I've said, convince me why I need to get out of this car and get into one of your cars. I, listen, nationally syndicated talk show host, very expensive car that I have. He's got a very expensive car. Show me why yours is better. Don't just tell me it is. Show me. And, and he hasn't bitten on that. And I start to wonder, because he's unafraid to tweet anything. He tweets whatever he wants. Except he doesn't really get into the, to the nitty-gritty when it comes to the battle between fossil-fueled vehicles and electric vehicles. He's just sort of shutting up about that, which I find to be very interesting. Well, you got Mayor Pete out here pushing for you to get an EV. Mayor Pete, that, from what I understand, by what he posts, Elon Musk disagrees with a lot. So, I mean, what do you do? Because, Carol, let's say you've got a product, and the government keeps on telling people to buy your product, Mm -hmm. but you disagree with the government on everything else. What do you do? I don't know. That's a quandary, isn't it? It's a conundrum, some would say. Mm. Um, yeah, it's definitely yeah. a quandary. It, it's you, you try to, because what am I going to do? All right, I, I sell spaghetti, which is, because I'm Italian, that's what I would sell. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the government so cool. says, you got to eat more spaghetti. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't stand Biden. I can't stand Buttigieg. And I can't stand uh, Yellen. I can't stand these people. But damn, they're telling people to buy my spaghetti. It's similar, I believe, and tell me if you agree, somebody who watches and and tells the news. It's similar, I believe, to Obamacare. Obamacare ends up harming insurance companies, but (laughs) it was the insurance company that was benefiting because Obama was telling everybody in America, you have to buy their product. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So uh, insurance companies might not have necessarily been on his side, but they're like, yeah, but let's shut up because he's pushing our broccoli or he's pushing our widgets. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I mean, I would love to see him just say, you know what? I'm the richest guy on the planet. I don't, I don't give a crap. Let me talk about this. Yes. Here's why the cars are superior or yes, I believe in all of the above or yes, this is important and here's why it's important. And even though the government's pushing it, I don't agree with what they're saying about getting rid of this other, these other forms of energy. I'd love to hear him do that. But I think intelligently, he's not saying it. But those of us who are, are watching him and are fans of his would like to hear him make that comparison. Here's why it's far superior. Well, what if I'm pulling a 3,000-pound trailer and it only goes 100 miles? Well, we should fix that technology. Because I think that he would say that. I think he would say, well, let's fix it. Mm-hmm. I would think so. But yeah, I but... have you ever heard him say don't buy a gasoline powered car anymore? I haven't. Um no, I don't think so. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't think so either. I'd love for him to come out and say I'm for all of the above. But I don't know if he will. Because his business and his billions mm-hmm. are in Tesla. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. A lot of people have a lot of passion about about electric vehicles. A lot of people have a lot of passion like I do about gasoline powered vehicles. Uh I I would love to hear your thoughts on this as this argument continues. Elon's on our side, but the government's saying go buy his product. It's very weird. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. The Joe Pag Show coming your way in a free speech Friday. Whatever's on your mind is going to be fair game. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. JoePags.com, love to hear from you. Go to the website for all things about the Joe Pag Show. You go there, scroll down to the bottom, click on um, contact, and you could send me an email directly to me. Um, you could also go there and click on whatever your favorite social media is and go follow me on that platform. And the left-leaning social media sites like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, you're going to help the al- algorithm out if you go and follow, you go and like, you go and comment, you go and, and share. It's just the way it works. And I think that the left does a lot better job than we do when it comes to that. Carrie, uh, have you noticed something on Free Speech Friday like I have? And I've been doing this since we've been doing the show. Yeah. And, and, and I've always admitted this. Hey, look at that. Uh, I've always admitted this <laughs> as a rickrolling us. Um, I stole Free Speech Friday from Rush, who had, um, what was it, Open Line Friday on Rush? Uh, right. And then Glenn had um, some sort of, well, I know Hannity had, uh, um, hey, Free For All Friday, something like that. Paul, do you remember what Glenn did on Friday? Does he still do it? Was it Clothesline? It probably was Clothesline Friday because Rush was doing Open Line Friday. Hmm. So, um, so yeah, so I stole it from them. I made my own, Free Speech Friday. We made a little song for it. Um, with Aretha Franklin singing Freedom. And it's funny because Ken Charles, who was involved with me, he was the program director in Houston a long time ago, and he brought me on in Houston, and then um, he said, yeah, do Free Speech Friday, but but here you go. And he sent me um, Paul McCartney's Freedom or something that was the song. I didn't like it. I didn't think that it fit what I was doing. I like Aretha Franklin a lot better, so I, I changed it to the, to the Aretha song, um, um, and it's not respect, it's freedom. Is it just called Freedom, that song? I don't no, know. No, I think it's called You Better Think. I think it's called Think, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I think it's called Think. So um, a- anyway, so that's that's what Free Speech Friday was about. But have you noticed something that's just consistent for 15 years now? What's that? And we've done this show in this form in about eight days. It'll be 15 years. Wow. That's crazy. Right? Isn't that something? Crazy. 
You look younger. I look older. Don't know how it happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, no. uh, don't miss me in Houston, Jen. I have a great affiliate in Houston. It's 700 AM WSEV. Um, uh, so go and listen to me at 700 AM WSEV. Don't miss me in Houston. Listen to me in Houston. Anyway, um, having said that, all of the badasses for 15 years who have tweeted me, who have emailed me, who have Facebooked me, who have found any way they could possibly get a hold of me. Seriously. None of them has ever called on a free speech Friday. Not a one. Mm. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Shocking. A lot of these keyboard badasses, you know, they got a stained uh, wife beater on. You know what that is? It's a white T-shirt that's really a tank top T-shirt and probably got a big fat sauce stain on it probably in their rank underwear, sitting in mama's basement on the keyboard, just being a badass. Not a one of these fools has ever, ever called my show. Not a one. And they keep keep on, like the one idiot today, I'm glad you brought up Bannon. Let me tell you something. Still haven't talked about Steve Bannon yet today. (laughs) We will before we get out of here. But I find that to be so weird because the kind of person I am. I don't. If you don't find that to be weird? No. Because they're cowards. They're not going to actually get on the phone and talk to you. No. They hide behind their screen. It's safe. See, I'm just, I'm just put together different. If I write you an email, Carrie, and I say, blah, 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 doop, and you say, oh, yeah, well, blah, 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 and I'll say, oh, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I, I will call you. I will prove to you and your audience that you are this, that, and the other. How, how, how do you get satisfaction out of tweeting me something from an anonymous account? How do you get satisfaction? I don't know, because it's not something I would do. You know what I mean? It just, it does not compute with me. Maybe I'm too logical, too rational, too reasonable, too awesome. Could be the too awesome part. No, I don't think that's the too awesome part. Wow, 15 years in, you can't give me awesome once? Maybe on the anniversary. (laughs) Okay, we'll see. We'll see how that works out. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. If you're just joining us, uh, we're talking about electric vehicles how this government is pushing them. Elon Musk benefits greatly from the government pushing them, but he's against the government the way it is now. He's certainly not a Biden fan, not necessarily a Buttigieg fan. He says he voted Republican for the first time ever for for Maida Flores. So we've got a situation where he's benefiting from people he says he doesn't support. And I wonder... Why is it all or nothing when it comes to electric vehicles? Why can't it be electric vehicles, diesel vehicles? Uh, it could be pedal vehicles. It can be natural gas vehicles. It could be gasoline vehicles. Why can't it be all of the above, which I think would benefit the consumer? Because if you've got a bunch of competition for energy and for what, uh, what transportation is available, you're going to see lower prices. Why does it have to be all or nothing? We've got to get rid of everything. No more fracking. No more fossil fuels. No more coal. No more this. Uh, we only can do electricity which, by the way, has to be charged by the fossil fuels. Let me go to the phone lines because a lot of people have something to say about this. Let me say hello and welcome to uh, line three is Gary in Minnesota. Gary, what's going on? Hi. How's it going today? Living the dream. What's happening? I'm going to talk. Fantastic. I'm going to talk about, you said, the duration of the batteries. There's a company, Lucid Motors, at out of Casa Grande, Arizona, which is starting a new automobile fleet. Okay. The range for their batteries, they claim, is 500 miles. Right, and then you add a trailer, and then you add a three thousand pound trailer to it. What happens then? Well, I suppose then it's three hundred, you know, <laughs> probably less. I don't know exactly, but I will tell you another. I, there was a blurb on the internet a while ago about an electric, electrical engineer said if 
more than three EVs on one city block charging at one time. Due to the power draw, they'd have to redo the whole power grid of that neighborhood. Well, I think the power grids would have to be redone. Gary, I can't, I can't verify what you're saying about that. I, I hear you, and I appreciate you calling in. But I'll have to look that up to see how much it would cost. Um, at the end of the day, it's going to increase your electricity bill. It's going to increase the demand on the power grid. Our power grids were not made to, um, to charge up a bunch of electric-powered vehicles. They weren't. And can a vehicle go 500 miles on, on one charge? I'm guessing you can. Maybe downhill the whole time, not pulling anything. I don't know. Um, but in general, you're not getting that kind of distance. You, you don't have the infrastructure right now. Right now, you've got the infrastructure. Carrie, I'm guessing on your way home, you know where every gas station is. Mm, yeah, pretty much. Where are the charging stations? Uh, no clue. Yeah, none. Because either there aren't any or there is one in a specific place somewhere. And it depends on if it's the fast charge or the slow charge. And that's certainly costing more electricity. That's going to cost either those who live in the area, going to cost the taxpayers more, or if you're doing it at your house, it's going to cost you more. And how long does it take to charge? I mean, do you have to sit there for an hour or it takes a few minutes? So you can go another They have fast miles? charges. I Again, I don't have an electric vehicle. I'm going to go off of what I've read and what I've heard. Uh, the fast charges, I understand, are about 30 minutes. And if you're charging at home with just your regular outlet, it's going to take you overnight and you might not even be fully charged. So that's why you've got like the superchargers that you get with the cars as well. I don't have one, so I'm willing to be wrong about that. But I know that I've read in several places about a half an hour at one of these stations that we're actually funding uh, on the highways. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello and welcome to line one. It's Jack in Massachusetts. Jack, talk to me. Hi. Hey, Joe. How you doing tonight? Living the dream, man. Talk to me. Yes. Uh, well, first, before I even get to that, I just want to be, well, I want to be the first to congratulate you on your 15 years. I love your show. I love the format. Thanks, you really man. got the hook in me because you do a different thing every night. Thank you. Know? you. So it's, it just keeps it, keeps it interesting. Thank you. Now, my point was, uh, there was a couple things. Well, Carrie just killed it for me. Thank you, Carrie. Um, You're welcome. I was going to say, how long does it take to charge these things? These are things that we haven't been hearing. And the other thing is, how much does it cost to fill the tank, quote unquote? You know, I mean, right now we were talking about five dollars a gallon, and, and it t- costs over a hundred to fill your tank. But how does that translate to electric? You know, I don't, I don't know. even know. Like, yeah. you know, that's that's the questions we need to be asking. Well, I want to start. I want to start with something you talked about a minute ago. Um, Carrie just completely blew it for you. Um, and basically ruined what you were going to say. Can you imagine working with her every day, 15 years? Well, Carrie, I'm, ask, oh, I'm asking the caller. Really rude I'm asking ask Jack. Caller. What? Ask Jack that question. Jack seems like a nice guy. Might have an answer. I don't know. Mm, I'm sure he does. Jack, anything on that? Well, I don't know. I mean, Carrie, she's got a lovely voice. Uh, I mean, okay. See, then he had to go there. You know what? <laughs> Why can't anybody ever just asked, ride along Jack. with me? <laughs> Why can't he ever, people just ride along with me? And say, you know what, Pags, I got that your was back. That really rude. Was so what rude. was rude? Your question to Jack. He literally said you ruined his call. I don't think he said I ruined the call. I like as a, much, if I yeah. knew what Jack was going to say. I did mm-hmm. not. I did not do it on purpose. Jack, just so you know, as you're listening, I do tell Carrie what every caller wants to say before they say it. <laughs> 
He does what? not. Yeah. And then, and then she makes it. a decision whether to ruin your call mm-hmm. or to give you your. Yes, your that's like, what I'm going to let him say that. <laughs> that's what I do for three hours. On By the show. way, those who are listening nationally, we've only been national for about six years. Um, we did the show for a long time before we had the opportunity to syndicate. So if you're wondering, well, has it been around 15 years? I've only been listening for five or six. Well, that's why, because we actually went national. We were, what's that? Oh, I'm sorry. You were still talking. Yeah. Do you want to do this today? Because we can. <laughs> no, no. I say because it feels like 50 sometimes. We should have a big party. Would you say it looks like 50? No. I said wow. It feels whoa, whoa, whoa. Like Wait a second. Instead of 15. Anyway, eight at eight. No, we should have a big party. All right. So, what does the party look like? Our 15th anniversary party. Well, we'll have it at your house, and you have it catered, and, and you will be invited. We will come. <laughs> I'm part of the show. I have to be there. <laughs> What is that? I don't have to be. Uh, Polo, yeah. Sam, Monica, CJ, everybody be there. Except for me. No, you have to have, you got to have the chocolate voice there. You have Jake, we'll have Luke. <laughs> My kids. And you're what? not going to invite me. It's perfect. All right, so what does the party look like? Well, I'm telling you, How's you get it catered and we'll, you know, Who's eat paying for the catering? and drink. You. Oh, I pay for it. Yes, okay. eat good. and drink and we'll have what a else? good time. We'll reminisce and, you know, it'll be fun. What do you say? So we'll sit around, Big we'll party. eat, we'll drink, we'll get it catered, yeah. um, and we'll reminisce. And the reminiscing will be like, yeah, remember that one time in 2007? It was great. <laughs> what, what's the reminiscing going to be? I don't know. What does that look like? I don't know. Remember the first time we rickrolled somebody? You know, stuff like that. So it's going to be you pretty much revolve around your role on the show, is what the party would <laughs> no. be. Oh, no. Maybe remember so. that one time I said, Regina? That was really, remember really that? funny when I said this. Yeah, that'd be funny. 888-941-PAGS. Sorry, hold on a second. 888 888 num- Oh, no. Brad is in the chat room talking about Miss Carrie. Shut up, Brad. Aw. Hello, Brad. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Steve Bannon, that story, I want to make sure we get the, the nuts and bolts out there. Uh, Polo told me that he was on Tucker tonight. I'm going to make sure I go and watch that. Um, I have not talked to Steve Bannon. I've not invited him on the show, but I might have to now. Um, not that I would be against it. I just haven't crossed his, his path. Uh, in, in our paths in what we do. But I'd like to have him on and find out more about it as well. The nuts and bolts of that, a couple more calls on EVs. Love to hear from you on that too. Keep it here on the Joe Pag Show. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you the Joe Pag Show for your Friday. Hopefully you're having a great one. We appreciate all the calls today. Appreciate all the inclusion and the engagement today. Thanks a lot. Make sure you stop by JoePags.com. Check out all the news stories that we've written. Also check out all the uh, the, the social media. Click on the Rumble link and go watch the videos. I got to tell you something. We, we we did some really great interviews this week. Hopefully you checked them out. We had a lot of people that you were, you're very interested in. Ronnie Jackson, Charlie Kirk. The interview today about Elvis I thought was, was very cool too. Go and check those out by clicking on the Rumble link. You'll go right to my Rumble page. You can check those out. Let me tell you in the meantime about Eden Pure. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier system uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. I can tell you something. I really love that it doesn't take up any floor space. You just plug this right into the outlet, and it's just right there on the wall, and, and, and it's out of the way. It's so cool. People across the nation are buying these things. 265,000 have been sold. 
Um, any odor is going to disappear when you use the thunderstorm. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and much more are no match. And best of all, no filters to buy. And get that three-pack that I'm talking about. Save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for entire home protection. You're going to get three units for under $200. It's a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers that can go for over $600. Put one in your basement, in your bedroom, family room, kitchen, or anywhere you need clean, fresh air. With this special offer, you're getting three units for under $200. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, EdenPureDeals.com, put in code PAGS3, P-A-G-S, the number three. Save $200. EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAGS3. Shipping is free. All right, let me go to the phone lines quickly. It's going to be Randy in Michigan. Let's go, Randy. Hey, Joe, can you hear me? I can. What's happening? Okay. Uh, my phone was kind of skipping a little bit there. Gotcha. Well, I have a good um, amount of thoughts about electric vehicles, but um, I have a truck, and we just pulled a three-ton travel trailer up north in northern Michigan on vacation and came all the way back, and guess what? I still had gas in my tank. And, uh, you know, there's no comparison on range. And plus, I also pull a trailer with snowmobiles in it in the winter when sometimes it's five degrees out for a high. And I understand that those batteries have reduced range at extreme temperatures. And then the other thing is I tend to keep my trucks long time. Yeah. And I don't want to have to buy a new engine after 10 or 12 years or whatever the battery expectancy is. So to me, it's more like a disposable vehicle. Well, Randy, I hear you. And I think you make a lot of good points. I mean, I've got one of my vehicles, one of my SUVs is uh, 300,000 miles soon. I mean, that's a lot. Um, SUV that, that CJ now has that used to be ours that has well over 300,000 miles on it too. And I don't know how long these batteries last and the replacement cost I don't think is covered by a warranty after a certain amount of years. And there I've heard 7,000 on the low end for a battery replacement. I mean, I, I don't have that laying around. M- most people don't have that laying around. So it's very, very strange. Uh, Carrie, before we get out of here, I definitely want to give out the, the, the Steve Bannon information. We'll start working on getting him on the program. What happened today? Fox News, former Trump White House official Steve Bannon was found guilty of contempt of Congress after he ignored a subpoena from the House January 6th committee. Bannon faces 30 days to a year in prison for each of the two misdemeanor charges. The jury was ordered to begin deliberating Friday morning. U.S. District Judge Carl Nichols discharged the jury after hearing closing arguments from both the prosecution and defense. Did Trump not use executive privilege with him? Um, um, I don't understand why uh, this is going down. And I will compare this to Eric Holder, who was in front of a committee about Fast and Furious, which was Obama and Holder smuggling guns into Mexico without the Mexican government knowing this was not Operation Wide Receiver. This was a brand new operation that was that was prosecuted um, by the ATF under Obama. And Holder said, yeah, I don't, I don't have it. I don't know what you're talking about. And that's it. He just he refused to answer any questions, yeah. refused to turn over the over the literature. It's very weird. Go ahead. I was going to say um, contempt of Congress. Has anybody served jail time for that? It's a great question. I don't know. Let's get Steve Bannon on the program. What do you think? I think you should. Let's do it. All right. We're going to work on that. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We're just about out of time. Let's do some pop culture. Yep. Dirty pop. Go. Polo, hopefully you've got a big birthday celebration happening this weekend. What's going on in pop culture? So I had mentioned, I guess, in the beginning of the week that uh, Ben Affleck and J-Lo had gotten married. Yes. Uh, I guess according to TMZ, they, they've now made their way to Paris. And I guess they're celebrating what seems to be their honeymoon over there. 
the bigger news, I guess, of all this is they're claiming that she is taking his last name. Uh, no, I'm, assu- she's I'm not. assuming legally. I'm assuming she's still going to go by Jennifer Lopez or J Lo or whatever. But legally, she has taken his last name. Do we call her JF now? Uh, I mean, if you Are want you to. Are you calling her JF? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that sounds silly to me. All right, we got to get out of here. That is Carrie, pain in the ass. That's Polo. That's Sam. I'm Joe. We'll see you. Let's have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.